This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Thomas Escrow. And I'm Chris Euler. And we are broadcasting from the heart of Real Presence Radio Country. That's a phrase we like to steal from Father Tim Smith, yes. longtime Real Presence Live host. Yes. The heart of the listening uh, radio network here in Aberdeen, South Dakota. And here in Aberdeen, we have uh, an amazing event coming up, uh, an Advent area mission. So maybe you've heard of a parish mission before. There's two parishes in town, and we're partnering together to put on an Advent mission um, in just a few weeks, December 8th through the 10th. Uh, we're welcoming in Zach Krieger, and Zach is joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. Zach, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. So we're, uh, we're having you up here in just a few weeks to give this mission called the Father's House. Can you give us a little bit of information, well, maybe about you first, but then also what is uh, the Father's House uh, concept and where does it come from? What's the history behind it? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm Zach Krieger. I live in Sioux Falls, uh, and I graduated from South Dakota State University, where I met my wife, and I also encountered uh, FOCUS, the Fellowship of Catholic University students, for the first time, and uh, was led, uh, mentored by some of those missionaries, led in a Bible study, and uh, eventually became a missionary myself. So I served for uh, five years with FOCUS, uh, mainly in the southeast region of the United States, uh, before moving back, and since moving back about five years ago, I've been working at um, a couple different parishes. Right now I work at St. Lambert's um, Parish. I've taught at O'Gorman. Um, and I also uh, teach online for a classical academy called Oxrose. So uh, that's what I've been doing. When I was in Focus, though, uh, we, we had various different retreat offerings for the students. And this was a, a big kind of moment of conversion for them where they get three or four days away from all the noise and stuff like that that uh, mm-hmm. they have to deal with on the college campus to just hear uh, the gospel, to encounter Christ, and... Um, yeah, and it had been a really powerful kind of experience for a lot of students. But uh, they recognized all of our uh, retreats had a lot of focus on, you know, the Holy Spirit particularly, and we realized our culture has a huge kind of father wound um, issue. So hearing that God is a father, uh, we don't quite get what that means, and even that's kind of the first temptation of the devil described in Genesis 3 is changing the identity of God the Father, and that's kind of really the source of why would you sin if you know who, uh, you know who God is. You know we have kind of an identity crisis. So if we could solve that problem, or not solve that problem, but uh, propose um, the truth in a retreat and just allow three or four days once again to just sit with that truth, we we wanted to see what would happen. So um, uh, a couple priests, a couple Dominican priests from um, Washington D.C. piloted a retreat that was focused on. Uh, God the Father, called the Father's House, meditating on uh, John 14, right uh, before Jesus goes and suffers. He says, in my Father's house, there are many rooms, and I go to prepare a place for you. Um, and throughout that retreat, uh, they eventually brought me in, and I helped um, write meditations and talks and stuff, and, and gave this retreat um, specifically with uh, Father James Brent, uh, one of the Dominican um, priests in D.C. We'd kind of go around the country and, and uh, present this retreat to them. And what we found is more and more, um, many Catholics have never really heard the substance of the charisma, the gospel message that God is their Father, and uh, had it maybe accepted it on a surface level, but um, didn't really know all the great things that went along with it, and went along with being part of the Father's house. So 
that's kind of the the origins of the retreat at least this is amazing just because the show this morning zach and i know you probably may, might not have been listening but we started the show talking about koinonia about the need for an encounter with Christ, for a real relationship, how community plays a role in that relationship. The Greek word is koinonia. And then we went over to, to Thomas Aquinas and Kevin Vost to talk about who is God, what is God, what are the attributes of God, how do we understand God, how do we have misconceptions of God. And now we're talking about sort of a marrying of these two things, an experience of um, where have we gotten wrong who the Father is and how can we correct that for people and invite people into a new found relationship with who God really is because it's pretty easy to confuse the face of God in today's modern world, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. So we're doing this instead of a retreat, kind of a standard retreat here at Sacred Heart in St. Mary's Parishes in Aberdeen. We're doing what's called a 40-hour devotion parish mission. So what is a 40-hour devotion, and how does that interplay with what we're doing with the Father's House? I had to look this one up, actually, because <laughs> I knew there were <laughs> things. It's kind so, of an older uh, devotion, isn't it? It is, yeah. So it, uh, from, from what I found, it kind of dates 1500s era uh, it, or in Italy, Milan. Uh, it's attributed a lot to, like, St. Philip Neri, St. Charles Borromeo, um, and the whole hope was to place you in front of the Blessed Sacrament for 40 hours, and 40 is a really significant number in Scripture. It's the mm-hmm. number of days that um, Noah undergoes his trial in the Ark. It's the number of years that they wander the desert. It's the number of days that Jesus fasts in the desert, and popularly considered the number of hours that Jesus rested in the tomb before his resurrection. Mm. And so it's this... It's. Uh, a penitential kind of a thing where we get to go in before Jesus, uh, perish altogether, kind of uh, going into his presence for healing and for and for penance, to really lean into prayer. Um, and I think the, the gospel message, um, the thing that we're going to be talking about at the Father's house, is very, very Eucharistic. Uh, there's, there's this moment in the Mass um, that the priest, he pours all this water into a chalice and just a drop of wine. Mm. And he prays... All the way around, but yeah. He, all the oh, wine yeah, and just a drop of water. <laughs> all the wine and <laughs> just a drop of water. <laughs> We're just lay people, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, but when he does that, he prays a secret prayer where he's considering that, that little drop of water representing us and that wine, uh, this kind of symbol of joy that will be transformed or transubstantiated into Jesus, um, saying we're going to be in our own way where, you know, the water doesn't become wine when it hits the wine, it remains itself, but it becomes Jesus right along with the wine, like it, it transforms us. And so he prays this prayer that basically asks God or meditates that on the fact that when we're baptized in all these things, we're actually brought into Jesus shares his divinity with us. So in our weakness, he can help us love God. And so there's a very Eucharistic central thing um, there. You know, we are what we eat in the Eucharist. And so to live out this gospel message, we should do that in front of the Blessed Sacrament. So I think, I think it'll be a really powerful thing to spend some time, um, you know, meditating on that, on that fact and receiving the gospel in the presence of Jesus in the midst of this devotion. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like, if we're going to receive the Word of God, we might as well receive it in the presence of God Himself. And so, uh, yeah, what a beautiful gift we have. And so, uh, particular timing, though, of this retreat up here in Aberdeen is Advent, 
right? This preparing for the coming of Christ uh, and Christmas, you know, and at the end of time. So how can we marry this idea of Eucharistic adoration in the season of Advent in light of the Father's house? Yeah, so in Advent, we it's it's kind of funny how we do this in our mind that we we um, kind of separate things out. So maybe this is just me. Maybe I just do this in my mind, but I kind yeah. of separate all these mysteries and I associate uh, Christmas more with like nativity sets and things like that. And the Eucharist is there, but in my mind, it seems like a cent- like not as a central thing. It's more of an Easter kind of thing. Mm. We celebrate the institution of the Eucharist and stuff. I think we kind of, I, I mean, sometimes we can kind of separate this out, but uh, in the Eucharist, we have an incarnation, again, of Jesus. So we're encountering the mystery of Christmas and the mystery of the incarnation every single time that we come to Mass. And so, I, you know, to have a devotion like this in our preparation for Christmas um, is, I think, helping us to, in some way, refocus with all the other kind of noise and stuff that... You know, the, we say it kind of secularizes Christmas for us in a certain way and kind of distracts us from what's important. So sitting in the silence and sitting in front of this mystery of the Incarnation once again. Um, mm. But also in receiving the Eucharist, Jesus becomes incarnate once again in us. And so we're going to read in the Father's house a lot from the Last Supper discourses in, uh, in John 13 through 17. And he continually speaks about making his home in us. So in our own way, we become uh, the, you know, the, the manger, we become the barn, we become the stable, and he becomes incarnate once again in us and becomes a divine guest for us um, um, as well, in, in um, not only the, the second coming, but the coming to us in every single day that he has as well. Yeah, it's it's amazing to look at, like, the divine pedagogy, you know, of how, like, God planned everything out so uniquely you know, from the the fact that, uh, like, he sent his son to be a baby, and we have to prepare our way and our hearts for this child, right? But at the same time, like, we to this day, we can receive him just as he came as a child in the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this beautiful, this, this I don't want to call it a marrying, because it's not a marrying. Like, it, it's, it's God. It's Jesus. Like, <laughs> a I don't know what continuation of the incarnation that yeah. happened. And I think we all too often just focus on what happened 2,000 years ago yeah. historically of, oh, the manger scene and the angels and the shepherds and the magi. Yes. And we should. We should reflect on that amazing moment in history where God becomes man. And yet, just mm-hmm. as amazing is the incarnation of Christ in us through grace and also meditate upon the coming of Christ again at the end of time, right? There's all three of Mm -hmm. these mysteries that really Advent is supposed to be orienting us towards. Yeah, so what kind of focus uh, would the Father's house have uh, in regard to, like, the end of time? When we go and meet our Maker, is there some sort of aspect that this retreat can offer us as we prepare for the end of time? Oh, yes, yes. One of our final meditations where we meditate on that passage, we're going to talk about... Um, specifically, what is it going to be like when we receive our inheritance, yeah? Mm. So, when Jesus talks about the Father's house, I have in my mind, like, bad uh, 90s Christian music, audio oh, adrenaline yeah. song, Father's big, House. Big house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but I don't. Oh, yeah. I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know, there's like a fondness and a repugnance all at once. 100%. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, we have that idea 
of like it's, it's a house it's a big room and really it's being invited into this family mm-hmm. um and that begins now and extends into heaven so we're going to meditate on that mystery of heaven beginning now and what it looks like when it comes to its fullness when we see god face to face yeah the veil removed kind of mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah we're speaking with uh zach krieger krueger krieger 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 <laughs> Sorry, Zach. We're speaking about Zach about the Father's House uh, Advent Area Mission hosted in uh, by the parishes of Sacred Heart and St. Mary's here in Aberdeen, South Dakota. That's coming up in early Advent. We're going to continue talking with Zach after the break, so st- stay with us here on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. If you have ever been through the hell of deep darkness and suffering, like the suicide of a loved one, do you know that your experience may be helpful to someone else? I'm Father Chris Alar. Mercy is defined as a particular mode of love that when love encounters suffering, it does something about it. And when you exercise the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, you are truly loving your neighbor. Jesus said, when a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with an abundance of graces that it cannot contain it within itself, but radiates them to other souls. Let us show you how to be that radiator and find healing for yourself in the process. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Did you know you can listen to all your favorite local shows like Awaken and Real Presence Live on any podcast platform such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Amazon Music? Just search for Real Presence Radio on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes in the future. And don't forget to give us a good rating so others can discover the shows. Listen to your favorite RPR shows anytime, anywhere by subscribing on any podcast platform. Just search for Real Presence Radio today. What if you could earn a degree that offers the best of both worlds, an MBA and a master's degree in philosophy? The University of Mary offers one degree that combines world-class business training with a careful study of life's deepest questions through their combined MBA, MA, and philosophy program. By earning one degree in both philosophy and business online, you will rigorously engage the big ideas needed to address professional challenges. Visit catholicprofessional.life. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the last 15 minutes here, 13 to 15 minutes of our Real Presence Live broadcasting from Aberdeen, South Dakota. I'm Chris Euler here from Aberdeen Run Collie High School. And we're on with Zach Krieger talking about our uh, Aberdeen Area Advent Mission, uh, the 40 Hours Devotion through the Father's House. And so, uh, Zach, it's been great to have you to talk a little bit about what's going to be going on uh, here in the next couple weeks. Uh, So, uh, with the Father's House, uh, 
in this 40-hour devotion going on in Aberdeen, what are some things that people can expect from the weekend? Yeah, so obviously there'll be adoration. That's kind of the center um, the center of everything. But um, we'll be giving a series of five talks, I believe it is. Uh, five talks where we will continue to unpack bit by bit kind of the, the central tenets of this, uh, gospel kerygma message um, that, that Christ came to preach and that the Church uh, exists to extend to us. Um, you'll be given some time for a small group conversation. Some people like to sit in silence. Some people need to get some thoughts out and then can kind of sit in silence. Um, on top of that, you'll be given a chance to go to confession and pray for a deeper healing. That's one of those things that we need to kind of clear our uh, lenses, our spiritual lenses off, so that we can see more clearly the truth of God's fatherhood in our lives. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you'll be given uh, some different meditations or materials that you can pray with. So if you're able to come to the different talks, you can hear all those. If you're only able to come to some of them, you can still pray with some of the themes on your own. Uh, when you're able to come and you're given some stuff to do in between the talks to continue to uh, ponder and pray with uh, the message. Beautiful. So if you were to like try to sell this to people, right, to get them to come, what's like the, like, what's the biggest thing and most like, I guess you could say the thing that would draw them in the most, how would you sell it to somebody to get them excited to come? <laughs> so, uh, the very first time that we gave this retreat is for like, 200 missionaries in South Florida. And I hadn't heard any of father Brent's talks and he hadn't heard any of mine. And so we were just, meeting a lot in between our talks and talking, but uh, given the second talk, he we begin by talking about what is, what is happiness, mm. and in the second talk, he talks about the three questions that we need to answer to attain that true happiness. And right in the middle of it, he started talking about the, the thing we were mentioning earlier about kind of being divinized by Jesus, right? To mm. be Jesus shares his life with us, and the more he was talking about it, one of the missionaries leaned over to me and said, this sounds too good to be true. And, it, and I was kind of thinking some of the same things, um, and I realized how kind of impoverished my idea of who God was, and I was living from this, ha- like, half-gospel message. I had only leaned halfway in, even serving as a missionary. Um, you know, my whole job was going to college students, trying to tell them about Jesus, which is not a very glamorous thing. Um, but yeah. yet I hadn't <laughs> fully accepted this message, and honestly, uh, I-, I can say just in that one moment, that one talk, and then he continued to um, speak and share some things with us over the retreat, over the retreat and I began to um, pray with it. I look at that as a central conversion moment in my life. And so I think many, many Catholics need to come and hear uh, the fullness of what is preached in the Catechism and Scripture. Uh, we just we, we don't get all that. We, we've lived with this kind of half-broken thing, and it put a lot of stuff back into place in, in, in my life and in many other people's lives. So just seeing the fruit across the country with hundreds and hundreds of people having gone to this retreat, I think uh, I think it has a lot for anyone that decides to come in Aberdeen. Absolutely, yeah. And it's a great opportunity, like you said, like receive the fullness of the gospel, right, as we are in our spiritual life. Uh, you know, there maybe are people who are listening that are uh, later in life, right, in your, in your later years, and you maybe think, you know what? Have I received the fullness of the gospel? Well, here's an opportunity for you to come. For those of us who are uh, younger, right? Those of us wanting to live the faith more fully, here's an opportunity. 
And for even those who are you know, in their very infant stages of the faith, maybe they've just encountered the Lord, maybe you've just met him, here's a great way to kick off your spiritual life and your life in the church in a beautiful way. So, uh, Zach, do you have any more final thoughts or reflections about uh, the retreat, about what's coming up here in Aberdeen, uh, or just uh, about the Lord and our encounter with him in general? Oh, man, that's a big question. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can't really think of a whole lot um, else to say, but just, um, yeah, to, to encourage people to, at the very least, come and spend some time in silence and in prayer. We live in a really, really noisy world. And just going and sitting at, at St. Lambert, we bring bringing the kids into the church at the end of each Wednesday night when we do our faith formation stuff for 15 minutes or so and praying night prayer. And uh, you would think that would be kind of boring, very rote kind of prayer and stuff, but uh, many, many of the kids have expressed, that is the most peaceful part of my week, and more of them have been asking for more opportunities to come. So at the very least, just come and experience the one place where you can actually experience in silence and where you can be with the one person who knows you most truly, where you don't have to perform for Christ or anything. He's literally just sitting there in the form of bread just to spend some time with you. So at the very least, come and spend some time with him and turn to that silence. Amen. Right, spending time with the Lord, letting him change us, letting him transform us, right? And I like what you said there, Zach, right? You don't have to perform for him. You just show (laughs) up. You just receive. And so... Uh, what a great gift that we have here in the Aberdeen community. Uh, for those of you guys who want to learn more about it, how to sign up, uh, you can find information at sacredheartaberdeen.net backslash advent. sacredheartaberdeen.net backslash advent. It'll give you information about uh, when, where, how, and why. So check it out if you're interested. Uh, Zach, great having you on today. Uh, great having you share uh, your heart with us. It's great having you share what the Father's House Retreat has, has done for many people and for you yourself. So thank you for your witness uh, and for the work you do for the church. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. God bless, and we'll, we'll meet you in a couple weeks. So. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Zach. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to toss it over to uh, the Fargo studio right now for a technical director preview of the next show. So, Rachel, take it away. On the next Tour Presence Live, Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Jack Kennelly and Dr. Ryan Sappho are your hosts, coming to you live from the Fargo studio. They'll be talking with Shane Kapler about the biblical roots of a Marian consecration, and Jennifer Gregory Miller will be sharing about the importance of eating as a family and how to incorporate your faith into it. All this and more is coming on the next Tour Presence Live, Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. All right, fantastic. Thank you so much, Rachel. Uh, so I don't know if you guys noticed, but Thomas was not here at the uh, very last part of the year. He had to go. Uh, he works uh, across town at one of the parishes here and had, a, had an 11 o'clock meeting. So uh, he boogied on out of here. Uh, but I'm grateful. We're grateful for him stepping up here today uh, and coming in and hosting. So uh, it's a great thing. Now, one thing uh, I think we as Catholics can uh, think about this this week especially, right? This idea of gratitude, right? And I think it marries well with the feast that we celebrated on Sunday, Feast of Christ, the King of the Universe, all right? And then coming ahead, we have Thanksgiving this Thursday. So we have these two different uh, celebrations of sorts, one of the American idea of gratitude, these people coming on the on the boat, right? These Puritans coming on the Mayflower, 
landing on our shore celebrating the first Thanksgiving. Uh, and we commemorate that moment, of course, right in our American idea, being grateful, eating turkey, watching football, hanging out with family, hopefully having uh, good conversations uh, about all things that are beautiful and good and full of gratitude. And if we marry that, though, with the celebration of Christ the King of the Universe, I think it takes on a whole new meaning, especially as Christians, as Catholics. So I just want to offer some encouragement to you guys uh, for this weekend, for this upcoming weekend. I know many of you guys will be spending time with family. And it's easy at times to take our Catholic faith and maybe over-rationalize it, right? We come into a situation where there may be family members who don't agree with us or we don't agree with Right, And we fail to love them. And we fail to be grateful for them in their life. And so uh, we have to keep in mind that Christ is their king too. That Jesus is their king as well. We have to view them as such. And so I think, just want to encourage you guys as we're wrapping up today's show, just to remember that. Right, so In the next couple of days, just pray with this reality that the Lord is your king. And since the Lord is your king, He's everyone's king because we're all sinners. We're all fallen human beings. We're all broken and we're all in need of a savior. And so I just encourage you guys, right? Be grateful this week, but be grateful in light of knowing that the Lord is your king and that he's provided for you and that he provides for every single one of his children. So that's all I got to say about that. I uh, am really grateful though for Real Presence Live and for this wonderful show here today. So, with that being said, let's say a quick prayer. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, and a wonderful end of our liturgical year as we enter into Advent this Sunday. So, prepare for the coming of Christ by being grateful and by offering your hearts to him. So, we pray this as we pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you once again for tuning into Real Presence Live today. I'm Chris Euler, hosting here from Aberdeen, Roncalli, and I hope your day is beautiful. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.